Whether this is her first Mother's Day or her 40th, she deserves more. Shop tons of stunning on-trend jewelry for every budget at Diamonds Direct. Diamond fashion jewelry, beautiful birthstones, everyday pearls, starting at just $200. Commemorate the real loves of her life with a gorgeous pendant featuring the birthstone of the one who made her mom. This Mother's Day, Diamonds Direct is everything you need to say thank you. Diamonds Direct, your love, our passion. Online at DiamondsDirect.com. I'm Tracy from Stuff You Missed in History Class. Are you a small business owner or even someone who dreams of entrepreneurship? Then check out Season 2 of Mind the Business, small business success stories from iHeart Podcasts and Intuit QuickBooks. Join hosts Austin Hankwitz and Janice Torres as they interview entrepreneurs sharing insights around starting and nurturing a small business. You won't want to miss these inspiring stories of entrepreneurship and discovering ways to business differently so you can too. Planning your next trip? Choice Hotels family of 22 brands has over 7,400 locations and the perfect hotel for any traveler you want to be. Like a Cambria Hotel serving up locally inspired craft cocktails for all my folks who maybe want to meet up and talk about Mad Royals. Check into a Radisson Hotel with flexible workspaces for you strivers who listen during business travel. Or a Comfort Hotel with free hot breakfast, family-friendly pools, and big spacious rooms for the parents who listen with their kids and need a little retreat. What are you waiting for? Join Choice Privileges and start earning points toward your next stay. Find a stay for any you when you book direct at choicehotels.com, where travels come true. Welcome to Stuff You Missed in History Class, a production of iHeartRadio. Hello and happy Friday. I'm Tracy V. Wilson. And I'm Holly Fry. We talked about Unearthed all this week. We sure did. Um... That, quote, darning tool, or maybe not a darning tool that was found. Oh, my goodness. So funny. Bendelin. It's very funny. And also, if you see a picture of it, you might wonder why anybody described it as, like, a darning tool in the first place. Because it does have a very suggestive visual appearance. I don't know if it looks that way from every angle, but from the photos that are, uh, you know, accompanying articles about it, um, it does look very suggestive to me. <laughs> I was tickled when at the end of the second one, the second episode, uh-huh. you read a listener mail that mentioned Star Trek because... Yeah. I had a note in my notes that I take as we're talking about what might go behind the scenes uh-huh. about Star Trek, which is that I just was suddenly thinking about Dr. Bones being horrified by trepanation. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and how completely, like, um, uh, prehistoric the idea was. I forget what his exact line is, but ch- he saves Chekhov from being trepanned when they're yeah back in the, the 20th century. And I was like, <laughs> yeah. Nowadays, trepanation, to me, brings up two immediate associations from literature slash television, and one of them is Outlander. There's an episode in Outlander where somebody has a head injury and Claire wants to save them, and the way to save them is, like, relieving the pressure on their brain. Um, And she knows what to ask for, which is a trephine, which is what the tool was called that was used to make the whole intrepanation. And the other, I think the very first time I ever came across that term, 
um, was reading um, the His Dark Materials series. There's like a reference to a skull that's found uh, that has has had a hole made in it. Er, I feel like early on in those books, I don't remember if it made it into the TV show or not, because I think if it had been, it would have been like one of the early seasons of the show, which is a while back now. I don't know where the first place I would have been. I feel like I had a either a science or a history teacher who had like a ghoulish moment of enjoying explaining that to us while oh, we sure. all writhed in our desks. It's also possible that I learned about it in like some course that I don't remember now. Uh, I increasingly, as I get older, will realize that, like, I just have no, have no memory at all of some something that I will discover later. Oh, no, I definitely was there when that happened. (laughs) (laughs) I interacted with that thing once before that. Yeah. Yes. Uh, I'm also going to pat myself on the back for, um, you know, not breaking into any sort of song or giggle fits when we talked about Cusco. Just me. Oh, sure. 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 Emperor's New Groove, one of my favorite Disney movies. Yeah. Yeah. The thefts from the New Bedford Whaling Museum Woo! are just, there's a couple of things that when I was researching that uh, kind of made me go, what? And one of them was um, the thefts from the New Bedford Whaling Museum, which I became aware of because a friend of mine sent me a link about one of the articles. And at that point, like, it it was some weeks after these thefts were discovered. And uh, I was like, well, this whole story is just wild. It is like, wild. Uh, in, a, in just a lot of different ways. And the fact <laughs> that apparently multiple, like, antique and collectible dealers were like, this piece just seems too nice for somebody to just be selling it to me. So, like, that, I was very captivated by that whole thing. And also, I had seen the headlines about the sword believed to be a replica turning out to be real. Like, I had seen those headlines. I had bookmarked them to look at them later. I did not realize that this was not just, like, a sword that somebody had somewhere. It was a sword in the collection of the Field Museum. And that was what made me go, wait, wait, this happened at the Field? That adds a whole new layer of me being <laughs> uh, fascinated by this story. Whoops. Whoops. Yeah. I yeah. um I also got a giggle about the um the heart-shaped pendant that we talked about. Yeah. That was made of high-quality materials but not high-quality workmanship. Uh-huh. And how this has led researchers to be like, oh, it may have been made for, like, a situation where it wouldn't be seen up close. And I was like, here's what this sounds like to me. Okay. And I'm, obviously, this is pure speculation and my own ding-dongery. Somebody's, like, idle child by which I mean probably an adult child, with more money than sense, thought that they were going to make jewelry, (laughs) and they bought really nice, expensive crafting supplies and kind of made a piece of junk. Yeah. That happens all the time now. Sure. (laughs) Sure. I'm also like, somebody's apprentice took from the wrong cabinet. (laughs) Right? Also very possible. These are my headcanons of what really was going on with that, yeah. that pendant. Um, one of the headcanons that I 
often have when, I think I've mentioned this before, sometimes when I'm putting these together, I will find two news releases from two different universities about the same study. And most likely, it's just that each university has their own PR department and each university, like, wants to send out the thing. But in my head, I always imagine that some sort of intense maybe bitter rivalry develops (laughs) among the coordinating universities. And now they're not speaking to each other. (laughs) I mean, that's always possible, right? Uh, That's actually going to come up soon in a non-unearthed episode, um, which, you know, we'll talk more about when we get to that, which is, (laughs) I just, uh, I have, I've written a whole mental backstory about what I think happened and why there is a discrepancy involving somebody's birth year. It is not a real thing. It is my own made-up fantasy land dun, dun, dun. research. I feel like that's a, that's a thing that we as humans are prone to doing is like filling in the gaps. Oh, yeah. And the, the important thing to remember is that like try not to get mad about the gaps that your brain filled in when you don't actually know what happened. (laughs) Right. I feel like this could be applied to a media literacy course. Yeah. Because people think, like, especially, I mean, as you know, like, I'm a big Star Wars nerd, and there's always so much speculation about what's going on behind the scenes at Lucasfilm. And it's like, usually the, for any, any situation of, like, seeming corporate intrigue or whatever, the explanation is usually really boring where it's like, oh no, their PR people just like lost each other's email or like they just decided they would each do their own or, but um, I mean, it's fun to speculate and it's a great way to be creative, but yeah. Yeah. As long as you're not married to that as an expectation, golden. Yeah. So uh, I'm still enjoying putting these episodes together. This uh, this time was a little bit unusual because I put these together while Holly was on vacation. And so often I will, uh, I think there were a couple things that I had run into before you had left. And I think I had told you, like, the field was one of the things that I was like, do you know this thing happen at the field? Um, but a bunch of this I worked on while you were not there. And, and so uh, you did not get peppered with as many weird things that I stumbled across while working on them. Because hey, cheese. Yeah. Um, yeah. Milk. I have never been a milk drinker. Cheese. Mm-hmm. We'll eat it by the pound. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Magic. Yeah. So happy Friday, everybody. Whatever is coming up for you this weekend, I hope it's going to be great. Uh, we will be back with a Saturday classic tomorrow. We will have a brand new episode on Monday. Stuff You Missed in History Class is a production of iHeartRadio. For more podcasts from iHeartRadio, visit the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen to your favorite shows. Hey, girlfriends, it's me, Carol Fisher, back with another season of the global number one podcast, The Girlfriends. Last time, we investigated the murder of Gail Katz, This time, we're uncovering the identity of the woman who was buried in Gail's grave for a decade before she disappeared. Join me and the rest of the club as we tell her story. 
Listen to season two of The Girlfriends, Our Lost Sister on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Imagine you ask two people the same seven questions. I'm Minnie Driver, and this was the idea I set out to explore in my podcast, Mini Questions. This year, we bring a whole new group of guests to answer the same seven questions, including Courtney Cox, Rob Delaney, Liz Fair, and many, many more. Join me on season three of Mini Questions on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your favorite podcasts. Seven questions, limitless answers. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty, Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.